Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. It's Friday, the 14th of January. It's a very interesting time to be alive. I'm sure I said that last year and maybe even the year before. But what an interesting time to be alive, isn't it? What a wild time to live uh, wherever you are in the world. I only know what it's like to live in Australia right now, which is bonkers. Empty supermarket shelves, no testing, strained healthcare system. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot going on. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm. I became eligible for my booster a little later because I I didn't get my first vaccines until a little later because of scheduling and work and stuff. So yeah, by the time I went to book my booster, it's like it's weeks out, and I don't know. As of recording, there's I don't know maybe a million something people that are ill right now in Australia. And yeah, <laughs> trying to hold on, man, trying to hold on. Um, I hope you're doing okay. I hope, you know, the people around you are doing okay. I hope that if you have gotten sick or the people around you have gotten sick, that it isn't bad. As you know, by now you know someone that's, that's had COVID. Someone I know that got it said it was like the worst sore throat they'd ever had in their life and their bones hurt more than they'd ever experienced ever. And I, I certainly wouldn't want that for me or, you know, my kids uh, or my wife or anyone I love. So, and some people who are like, well, I haven't got it yet. Oh, I had it and I didn't know. Ah, yeah. So uh, it's a roll of the dice, isn't it? Um, but there's a lot going on and between... I don't know, the empty supermarket shelves, not being able to get a rapid antigen test or, I don't know, reading that the oceans of the world are the warmest they've ever been recorded for the sixth straight year in a row. Uh, there's a lot happening. But what can you do about it, you know? I was thinking about that this morning as I, as I read these the news. Like, what can I do? What can I do? Well, I can only do the next right thing, can't I? And I look to my wife, Audrey, as, a, as an example. When we were, we were on holidays in um, northern New South Wales and as we were leaving where we were staying, we were heading north into Queensland. And to cross into Queensland, we needed to have an, a negative rat test, which uh, were still available at the end of December when we were leaving. And so we pulled into this little town on the way north and it was like a, like a servo fruit shop, you know, post office combo. 
And they had rat tests behind the counter. It seems like every, no one was there to pick up lettuce. Everyone was there to pick up rat tests. And Audrey said there was a big stack behind the counter. And I'm out in the car texting going, make sure you get two packs. And she came back to the car and she picked up a phone as she walked back to the car and then saw my text. And she looked at me as she opened the door and said, I only got one. And before I could say why, she goes, well, what's there for everybody else then? I only took what we needed. And in that moment, I'm like, that's right. You, she has this ability to not think as kind of selfishly and graspingly as I do, you know, like, like Jack looking to hold onto a piece of floating timber at the end of Titanic, just trying to grab it all for myself. You know, sometimes I can get like that when in a stressful situation, like what we're going through right now, but Audrey's like, well, nobody else will get to have one if I take two. That'll be some, it means someone misses out and I don't want that. And she said, what's there for everyone else if I take two? And it really, really made me, I love her even more in that moment, but reminded me of like, yep, that's got to be how it is. And she's the same about, um, she bought this thing, it's called a guppy bag. And the guppy bag, essentially, it, it stops the microplastics from getting into the water supply or the sewage system when we launder uh, things like gym clothes or cycling gear or stuff like that, which can break off during the abrasive uh, laundry cycles. And her line was like, well, it's got to fucking start somewhere, doesn't it? And yeah, she's been infuriated. Well, I fucking, if I don't do it, who will? And it really made me remember that, well, the reason we're getting sold out of rat tests everywhere in the country is because as a whole, Australians were... Audrey's indicative of how we all are. We all just want to do the right thing. We want to do the next right thing. We want to make sure that we can test ourselves. We want to be sure to keep others safe. We want to do the right thing. If we didn't give a fuck, there'd be rat tests falling off the shelves. There'd be, you know, you couldn't walk into the shop because of the boxes and boxes of them. But no, we, we want to do the right thing. We want to do the next right thing. And that market pressure of us wanting to do the right thing is sending a very, very, very clear message, isn't it? And then we see the empty shelves, not only the rat test, but of food. And that's like this gaping chasm between our will and what we want to do as a community and our government and whether it be a state government or a federal government and what they are doing, it's a clear sign that they absolutely do not speak for the people that elected them. Because if they spoke for the people that elected them and acted in the way that the people that elected them wanted them to act, as they constantly claim to do, we would not be in this shit. And I, I hope you remember that come election time. I certainly won't forget it. But it's a massive demonstration, I guess, of how our daily choices can put this upward market pressure on how our country works. When it comes to health, we are absolutely doing it right now. We are showing our government, fuck no, we do not want this. You have fucked us. We want to be better so much and we want to not get sick so much. This is what we're going to, but you didn't anticipate, you had two fucking years <laughs> to ramp up lab testing. You had two fucking years to order enough rat tests and you didn't even though you were told, we cannot forget this is happening when it comes to election time. If anybody tries to claim, and I saw you through COVID, you fucking didn't, mate. But it's a huge example of how upper market pressure and market pressure can expose this kind of gaping chasm in policy and the economy. 
particularly when it comes to like road and transport workers and hospital workers and healthcare workers, which we're absolutely seeing. There's plenty of time to prepare for it. And everybody told them it was coming and they did nothing. So yeah, when it comes to our health, that signal is clearly being sent that change needs to happen. But when I, you know, I guess, you know, when I think about other things, like when I think about climate, look at the power we have. Look at the messages we can send to the people in power. Look at, look at that. Look at what we're doing right now. Just by our, We're not in an election booth right now, but look at the message we're sending to our, our state and federal governments right now. As I mentioned earlier, the oceans are the, are the, are the warmest that they've ever been recorded for the sixth consecutive year in a row. That, that is a bad sign. And that is even with La Nina, which Australia is experiencing right now. La Nina normally cools the Pacific Ocean. Even with La Nina, this year is still warmer than last year, which was warmer than the year before and before and before and before. We do have an election coming up, as I mentioned, and that is our chance to send a signal to people in power as to what we would like done and how we would like our country to run. Yet every single day, we send another signal to not only uh, the economy and the people who make decisions in our economy, but also the, the governments and, you know, policy makers. Every single day with our purchasing choices and with our actions, we have the power to send signals that will change this fucking country and if not change the world. So while you may feel overwhelmed, I certainly feel overwhelmed right now. I'm grateful. Like I, I, I've got a couple of kilos of chickpeas and some brown rice. I'm fine. I'll eat the same shit for a month. I don't care. I'm okay. But I look at, you know, the kids and I, you know, like, Jesus Christ, what, how are we going to get some fruit into you? You know, <laughs> that's hardcore, man. We vote every day with our purchasing choices and our actions. And we can choose every day. Like Audrey, she, she made a choice at the counter to only buy one packet of the tests. She made a choice to make sure we wash our laundry and, you know, this particular thing that doesn't help the microplastics go into the sewage system. Every day we can choose. And in, in that choice, in that doing of the next right thing, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I find some relief in that. It's like, like I, I can't control governmental health policy, but I can be very careful and try not to get sick between now and my booster shot <laughs> so as that I don't, you know, maybe put more pressure on a health system and perhaps take you know, up the time and energy of a healthcare provider or, heaven forbid, a hospital bed of someone who really, really needs it more than me. I have that choice and um, we all do right now. It won't always be like this. They're good things to remember, aren't they? It won't always be this weird. Or it won't always be this good. But I'm here, and you're here, and all the people you love are here, and all the people I love are here, and we're all here together. And together we can, we can move to send signals to the people who either make choices about all of us collectively, yeah, I don't care who you're voting for. As a community, we are, whether you be a coalition voter or a Labor voter or who else voter, Greens voter, I don't care. Whoever we're voting for, we are all acting in the same way. We all want to do the right thing. And I think that's an enormously powerful thing to remember, particularly if you're feeling overwhelmed by this, 
just remember that we, as a nation, we all kind of feel the same way about this. And if we can make sure we send that message to those in power, we, we should be okay. But I guess all we can do is get to bedtime, you know? As my guy always tells me, it's like, if you can get to bed tonight without doing any harm to yourself, doing any harm to anybody else, and helping another person, then you've done it perfectly. So that's it. I've got, well, it's, I'm recording this at 11 in the morning. I've got a little less than 12 hours. That's all I've got to do. That's all I've got to do. It's going to be all right. Monday, we're going to revisit our conversation with Hamish Blake. He's amazing. He's the freaking king. <laughs> and I can't wait for you to hear it. If you need me, send us your email at gmail.com. Um, I'd appreciate it if you were to share this podcast with somebody that you know. That would really help me out, help out the team. Big thanks to Andy Ma, my audio producer, Rachel Barrett, the executive producer of everything, Bruce Deal on research and production support, Toe Hider on the music. I'll see you Monday. Until then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Mm-hmm.